Hello and welcome to episode 14 now of Two Teachers Talking with me, M. And me, M. And... Me, H. Oh, there we are. Look and on. I think you owe H an apology because Four. last week you called her motor mouth. Yeah. There were some other choice words as well, which I took offence to. Such as? Um, oh. I think about, you were talking about the worst things you've done in your lives oh, and yeah. you said if you guys had been here, it would be an air ball or something yeah, along those lines. there's a reason we didn't have yeah. that question this yeah. week. So yes, we we'll probably uh, skip, skip over that. I regret part. nothing. <laughs> I'm excited that H has joined us. She is an avid listener. Yeah. Yeah. As they yeah. all are. And she's also an incredibly um, active and interesting member of the, the department. Oh, Very much so. And also has a loud voice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we've got some things we'd like to talk to H about. And we've got our little um, extra thing towards the end as well that we've put mm-hmm. some together. Uh, but we also have some questions, one of which I know we left last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to start with our questions and we get everyone's opinion on that. Okay. Um, Bev. Remember Kev last week? Oh, yeah. Uh... I haven't abandoned Bev. Don't you worry. So Bev, wherever you are, um, we're going to start with you. Oh, just before we do that, we forgot to mention it last week. Yes. Our listeners, we have uh, added from Angola. Angola. And Namibia. Wow. I know. So, uh, Western African listeners on the, on the app. Um, yeah, but I can't. I, 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 we were talking about that last week. We, we can't believe it that someone from Angola and Namibia was listening yeah. to our podcast. No. Yeah, like, I want to know what they've typed in to what? find the podcast. Yeah, to get to it. Yeah. Yes. So, if you're listening, yeah, please, um, please, please let us know like, how have you found the podcast. I'm genuinely interested in that. I, I have no idea how someone... I don't know anything about Angola. I don't even know its capital. I should. No. I think Namibia's capital is Windhoek. You'd know those kind of things. You love your yeah, characters, but I don't know anything much about no, it really. But um, you will give out the email address shortly. But yeah, that, uh, it's just staggering. Okay, sorry. Back to you, Bev. So um, Bev asked an interesting question, uh, and it's a bit of a cliched one. How is your day as teacher structured? Which I think she means is it nine till three ten, and you go home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was allowed to say we won't we won't dwell too long on H for this because she might have yeah. an interesting answer. Right. Well, you you go first because you two have pastoral roles as well. So I think your days are slightly different to mine yeah i mean um our actual teaching day starts from 8 40 mm-hmm. here yeah. but we're meant to be in by 8 30 which is when our meetings and things like that start um but as pastoral roles we tend to have meetings before that 10 past 8 isn't it the earliest one i think yeah yeah, yeah. which happens weekly um and then for the our lessons finish at three o'clock mm. but I don't think anybody really leaves before four o'clock, realistically, at the earliest. Um, And then, as well as that, we've got things like detentions, and we have to take on a director's detention, which is until five. And then there's other things like meetings, which go on till... Catch-up sessions, mentoring, tutoring. I do some tutoring after school. You do, yeah. But some members of staff, you know... In really early, aren't they? Like sort of yeah. quarter past seven, half seven. Yeah, I'm usually in about just after half seven. Yeah, I think that's quite common in in, in our department. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I think you know. half seven till five is pretty standard for a lot of people for getting yeah. into school and leaving it. Mm, mm. Definitely. Um, and structurally, we have um, form at the start, so it's sort of like where we register the children, and the tutors have a session where we might cover different uh, SMSC tasks. Um, and then it's two lessons, a break, two more lessons, a, a lunchtime. And then we have a reading session for 20 minutes. And then we finish with one more lesson and yeah. they're out the door at three o'clock. Mm. Mm. 
Um, my day is very similar. I don't have the pastoral meetings that you guys have. And I know sometimes in the mornings you're doing other things, um, you know, with individual students or groups of students. My day is much more based just on the teaching. So I have a form. Um, and so I spend the morning and the afternoon with them. And then otherwise it's the lessons. And then mm. it could run interventions at the end of the day, you know, various meetings yeah. uh, of different sorts. So it's not exactly as it appears on the adverts, no. I think as well, you get more used to it as you teach and go on. You find that you take less work home yeah, yeah, uh, and that you're here perhaps not as late and you can go home and have more of an evening. Whereas in the first maybe year or two of your career, it's much more, isn't it? You don't have a social life. No, you don't. It's very hard going actually yeah. on new career people. Extremely difficult. But what I will say about all the jobs I've done, this is the only one where I feel like... I'm never looking at my watch. Mm. Other yeah. than for my, other than for my sort of my lesson yeah. time, and I never feel like, oh God, today's dragging. No, no. it's always it goes fun, so yeah. quick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, every day, which is which is nice. Yeah. yeah, and also I generally find, although the the structures are the same, I always find that no two days are really the same. Oh, no, never really. Yeah. No. Um, so I hope that's answered that a, Thanks, little, a little bit for you, Bev. Um, Ali, uh, okay, we'll try. Why are some schools just better than others? I, I mean, that's just an insane question. That's so hard. Yeah. Uh, so from Ali, I'd, it would take us, we could be here for hours. Yeah, we? I mean, obviously it depends on sort of the, the dynamic of the um, the staff, mm-hmm. of the um, the area, the community yeah, that it's in. Yeah. Um, so the structures that are in place within the school mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. There's so many different things, they're very difficult. Oh, Ofsted inspection reports have an impact. Uh, I think there's so many facets. I don't think there's just, there's not one. It's not, a ma- if there was a yeah. magic answer, they, they would all I be th- the same. I think often people think, oh, you teach English, you teach history. That's, the, that's what everybody teaches. And that, that you just hand us a pack of ready-made lessons and everybody across the country teaches yeah, the same that. thing. Yeah. And so the outcome should be the same. But that's not true. No. In the slightest, we all make our own lessons and we think about our cohorts and mm. our curriculum to the children that we have in front of us. Yeah. So there's just such a massive variety. Funding as well yeah, has a absolutely. huge impact. Yeah. Um, yeah, that question could go on and on and oh, on. Oh, yeah, we could be here for a long time, couldn't we? Aye. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so, sorry about that, Ali. I don't, I, I don't know what else to say. Maybe it's you'd just... like to sort of um, refine your question and kind of articulate it in a different way. We might be able to sort of drill a little bit deeper into that one for mm. next week. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, get back in touch, Ali, with that if, you want, if you'd be more specific for us, because otherwise we, we would be here for, for days. Um, finally, Faraz, um, do you individually do sports? I don't think it means teach it, coach sports at school. Do you, and I think he's talking to you and I, do you apply your passion for football anywhere else? Oh, um, goodness me. <laughs> Yeah. I'm timing out now. I have coached teams and I've I've got FA um FA badges for mm. coaching. Mm. I don't currently um coach a, fo- a football team. Uh, I probably I probably will do again at some point. Mm. I have managed teams in the past as well when I was at uni I managed a football team. But uh, I'm still playing a little bit so while I'm playing I'm not coaching and when I hang my boots up in a year or two I'll probably look at coaching. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, they won't let me coach cuz my aggression <laughs> so you know I get so wound up I'd have them playing triangles but my god they'd earn it they would be so they would be knackered by the end of my sessions and if they weren't doing one touch tiki taka that's it they're out I'm they'll get them straight out yeah. they're playing wing backs inverted wing backs you know maybe 4-3-3 oh, yeah. you're uh, such a liar. <laughs> I don't actually know what these words you're saying I mean. know what they mean maybe a diamond <laughs> in midfield but you know even at like even 11 years old I'd be doing that well pivot they'd be on that straight away yeah I yeah. like it uh, no I've never coached uh, I, funnily enough I 
No, I would. I haven't coached, and I, I would be fun, but uh, I think probably I would have different maybe, expectations. Maybe the listeners reality, would like maybe. to hear about you and I coaching a team together. <laughs> we could be like sort of good cop, bad cop. Yeah, that'd be an interesting. Special, I'm going to recommend it? that P don't let you do that. But you also put your stuff into other things as well, like the debate club and things like that. Public speaking, you've done that bit in the past. Uh, yeah, I kind of got. I tried it when I got here, and it, I think uh, COVID kind of interrupted it, and then I just haven't picked it up since. But yeah. no, I, my yeah, my uh, expertise lies in other areas yeah. than coaching like the ladies <laughs> <laughs> absolutely I'd love to do it I just haven't got again I haven't got no they're lying brilliant <laughs> uh, okay they're the three questions for this week um, thank you very much for them and as ever and for Ali and of course for our Namibian Angolan listeners if you would like to get in touch two teachers talking six at gmail.com um, our colleague who was off yesterday listened to every episode back to back you told me didn't he he must mm. be sick and tired of me hearing Two teachers talking six at gmail.com. But I noticed he didn't email in. He didn't email in. No. And he's called Mr. G. And Mr. G, you're going to have on because he is a um, he's quite au fait with literature. Oh, yeah. Mm. So we're going to have Mr. G on to a, a, a speciality sort of lit, literature section, I think, well, in a week or two. Just to ease him in, he should be emailing in, shouldn't he? Just I so think he, he should. He's probably listening right now. Well, right now. Not right now. No, no, no. Uh, okay, thank you for those questions. And um, H, now we'd like to ask a little yeah. bit, because as you know, we always ask our guests some questions yeah. uh, and kind of try to find out a little bit of their background and also their um, specialisms and also what they've done, perhaps slightly different to others in teaching. So, Em, I know you wanted to start with a couple of questions. What? Maybe yeah. about, did you want to start with Erasmus or did you want to go? No, I was going to, maybe we'll go into Erasmus okay. in a second. Yeah. Let's, I think we should find out how H got into teaching. I think that's a good, oh, that's a good start. Point. Okay, here, we, here go. we go. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, this is a stereotypical, um, what everyone says, oh, you just do it for the holidays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I, um, I didn't know what I wanted to be. I, did, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, I know that I um, enjoyed history, that I wanted a good job at the end, so I'll go to university and I'll figure it out along the way. Yeah. Um, and when, I think it was the summer before, between my first and second years at uni, I went and worked in America for a summer doing Boonac, who do Work America, but I was doing... Um, yeah, Work America. And I was working on the beach um, in a candy shop. We were having massive house parties every night after work. Like American Pie like style. Like American <laughs> Pie style, honestly. Good Lord. Living in a house where I think there was 12 of us or 15 of us in one house that the company owned. And the, it was a bit like um, a, a, a resort place where it comes alive at night. So in the daytime, the candy shop was never busy. You'd have a couple of people come in for the, the ice cream or something mm. but never busy and then it came alive at night so after people came out for their tea and then six o'clock to midnight that was our busy time so we'd work six till midnight party from midnight till 6am sleep until like midday sunbathe until six o'clock going to work six days a week the whole time then after that I spent I'm sorry you, you went from that into teacher you left that right so I'm getting to it right. and then after that we had a period of traveling uh, we went and traveled Canada for a few weeks because I was only 20 at the time couldn't mm. drink in America mm. stupid mm. country mm. could in Canada <laughs> not in general stupid country <laughs> but for that reason <laughs> it was a bit Very frustrating um, and I remember waking up on this bunk bed one day thinking this is awesome having this opportunity to be abroad to try different things how can I ever make sure that I'd be able to do this for the rest of my life mm. oh all right I'll be a teacher they get some holidays <laughs> it sounds exactly like our day-to-day life isn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, and 
So after that, in my second year, I think we had to do a six week work experience placement as one of our units at yeah. uni. And yeah. I came here actually. Mm -hmm. I came to this school where we are, which must have been, what, 17 or 18 years ago now. Cool. Um, and in the department, just TAing, getting yeah. about. Wasn't sure if actually I had the patience to be a teacher. And that's... And you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. Yeah. 17 years um, later. And that six weeks, I think, really, for me, just showed that actually it was something I really enjoyed, that I had a bit of a talent for. And Ooh. so, yeah, then after that, I went on to do the PGC after I finished my degree. Yeah. And I've been here... Ever since I qualified. Yeah, never looked back. Never no. looked back. Do you miss doing that then? Presumably you do miss those American, like, insane days of sleep until midday. Yeah, but that was just one summer. The whole point was that I'd be able to travel, <laughs> I'd be able to visit the world. That's what I wanted, that time every holiday, yeah. to be able to go out and do some awesome stuff, which yeah. in a standard office job you won't have the time to do that necessarily. No. Um, and then I think I bought, as you're getting on to, the travelling mm, part of That links it into nicely school, into that, by the sounds actually. of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that does lead perfectly onto my next question. As you've alluded to, you are quite the seasoned jet setter, globe trotter. <laughs> Sometimes to Glasgow. Sometimes to Glasgow on a flight. But we were, we were, the trains weren't running. We won't say too much about that. Um, what I would like to know, or what you'd like to try and articulate to our listeners is, you ran our Erasmus project. So if you can explain what Erasmus was, but also the value that you held in it with regards mm. to giving students opportunities abroad. Obviously, without delving too much into the politics of it, obviously it is now... Whoa, whoa, whoa hang on. I definitely want... <laughs> oh, you want to delve, do you? I want her thoughts on, yeah, since 2016, uh, as they've got EU. You're you. terrible. Well, you want to dip your toe in, do you? My understanding is it doesn't exist since then. Mm. So Erasmus came off another programme called Comenius, first of all, which were European uni Union-funded... Student exchanges, really. Um, they're based around writing a, a, a research project with children on different aspects. It could be about culture, it could be about community, it could be about education. Um, and we've done several of these. Before I got into it in school, it was already up and running. Mm -hmm. um, and working normally with a team of about six to nine other countries for a period of about two years, where you would visit each other, you'd work on the project, um, take groups of kids, disseminate that findings in all sorts of different ways yeah and so yeah we had several years of some really awesome uh, connections so we'd commonly work with the netherlands we worked with them for years and years and years germany austria sweden uh switzerland we're at spain greece greece Jordan. norway romania romania was a different trip right. that was something else but places all over Europe, mm. countries all over it, which was fantastic. Like to get, especially where we are, I think you've alluded to, we're a quite rural little compact area where we are. And our kids don't see much, really. They yeah. don't get out of here very often. There's not a wide diversity of cultures around here. So be able to introduce them to other ways of life and things, I think was really important for uh, them. I know Matt hates this term, but I, I guess that is what that sort of cultural capital, isn't it? Is that seems to be a bit of a buzzword at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you think um, cultural uh, exploration was one massive positive. Were there any other mm. positives that like, you really thought be, oh, that was fantastic, that, was a, that, that worked well because? Um, I think learning, because a lot of the elements was about te not just the kids, but the teachers learning off of each other yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So um, as CPD, taking some ideas from the Dutch schools and things and attitudes from the Swiss... Um, or being shocked by stereotypes where you think this education system, like Germany, you think they're really strict with the kids, they must be all sat in rows, and, and they're not. 
is mm. very different. So mm. that was really interesting from a teaching point of view, actually. Okay. And uh, I know since, obviously, this is 2016, uh, whatever are your thoughts on it, it's a real shame that, that those kind of schemes have lost, yeah. have been lost. Uh, and, you know, in terms of replacing them, it's not been maybe... I think there probably are, as far as I know, there are some schemes. I think I there are. Funding, I'm obviously, not, in the links. I'm but... not sure how... Um, easy they are for especially secondary schools the thing was before brexit everybody wanted an english or british school on their side because for them it was for their kids to learn the language yeah of course and that was a driver for them so we always had the pick of the countries and the pick of the groups and the projects to go to they mm. were desperate for us mm. um and now we can't get involved in those sorts of things anymore because no. the funding is not there yeah i think funding damage is a real shame that. yeah it's really awful. and we used to be able to take kids that don't normally it was all funded so we would make a priority of taking those kids who were disadvantaged and couldn't get away with their families on holidays and yeah. things like that yeah and giving them a chance for a new experience which was really nice for them i know it's a scheme to run with america but i think when you mention obviously about that cultural shift mm. obviously america culturally very similar and obviously language very similar so yeah. you've lost although it's a good scheme i'm sure you've lost a little bit of that yeah additional I, exposure i guess yeah i think they're smaller projects they tend to be as well just one or two kids right and i think they expect a contribution towards yeah. it as well Not so you have instead turned your attentions to you are our main sort of sort of trip liaison mm. so we you know i think it's important to say to the listeners here that we do still go on trips and obviously, since um, COVID has settled down, we are going on more and more we're trips. Back up, baby. Absolutely. We are. We're back, um, and obviously trying to give those children some of the uh, opportunities that sort of they definitely missed out on mm. on the um, on whilst COVID was on. So you want to talk about a little bit about sort of the organisation of these trips because it's not easy, is it? As you, as I know, because um, H has been H helping me. Easy. With um, well, helping me is pretty much organised <laughs> a, a whole now. trip for <laughs> me. I'm just doing for it. how many kids have we got going on that trip? 140, is it? 140, 140 yeah. abroad, you know, with getting through passport control, etc. Um, seven day trip, coaches, ferries, um, massive jam packed itinerary, uh, sort of 14 staff or 15 staff. It's it's absolutely massive, mm. and this this is one of the extra sort of um, things responsibilities that. Uh, teachers like H take on an average day. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I do enjoy it. And this, you know, I've had so many opportunities. I've been to South Africa with this school. You, you mentioned Romania. That was, and Morocco. Those were expedition type trips where we did a bit of charity work. We did a bit of hiking. Then we had some R&R mm -hmm. where the kids fundraisers tours. They were really good, actually. Um, but now R and R, you, <laughs> you and I in Marrakesh, sunbathing on a rooftop. You that was some that good R and R. That yeah, was. Yeah, we enjoyed that. Um, yeah, they've been some amazing opportunities that I wouldn't have myself as well. Yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, sure. They do rely on staff to be willing to give up their time. They're not easy done. I think that often, um, maybe people take it for granted that mm. we're taking people away. Mm. And actually, it's a huge responsibility, you know? Yeah. We've got 130 kids, or a standard trip is more normally around 50, yeah, a coach small, load, yeah, yeah. although we took twice that on our last trip because it was so popular, we just had to. Um, and that's our responsibility for other people's babies at the end of the day for that period. I always think about when we go to New York, and we've you and yeah. I have been to New York a couple of times, and you've got sort of 14, 15-year-olds yeah. in, in New York in the middle of Times Square. Yeah, yeah. just getting you know, off. And, you know, it's, it's 
big responsibility. My partner always says you're going on a ho- you get a free holiday, but it's yeah, it's, it's not. not. I mean, there are aspects to it that are nice, like as you mentioned, seeing yeah. places and yeah. you know, it's not you don't have to pay for it necessarily yeah. yourself, but it is. It's not a holiday, and, and no. usually with the more the more sort of lofty jaunts, mm. there's a contribution. Yes. Yeah. Um, involved as yes. well. Obviously, or even when just you go to your own kit and things like your that. Your own kit. It's when we spent a fortune on our yeah. kit when we went up um, to Cal in Morocco, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. When you go to America, you've got to pay for things like your Esther. Yeah. And yeah. things like that as well. So. Yeah, a bit so, more to the meets the eye, of course. Yeah, and I think when you're on these trips, it's really hard to get any sort of downtime as a teacher. Mm. Uh, I've just come back from Austria on a ski trip and just trying to find time to wash my hair because <laughs> 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 I have to dry it as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, because there's constantly someone knocking on your door or wherever after yeah. something. Yeah. And I don't sleep well either. I'm always worried about them being in their rooms and if they're safe in there mm. too. Mm, yeah. I know they are. And, and these places are really good at hosting schools, but... Yeah, it's not an easy thing. And no. so I think that's also why a lot of staff aren't willing mm. to give up their time. And also it becomes harder if you've got families yeah. and you want to spend your holidays with them. I get that. Um, but it, it is a lot. But then on the other side, what these kids get out of it Massive. is phenomenal. Absolutely. And to places and things that they wouldn't normally get to, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I one of the impacts of COVID as well, of course, is that people haven't gone away abroad. Mm. So, you know, I'm thinking about our own trip in a, in a month or two's time and we're taking 140 um, 11 and 12-year-olds abroad and a lot of them have never been abroad before. Yeah. Mm. It's a big thing for them. Mm. Or not stayed know. away from the parents before. Yeah, well. so I envisage tears. We're going to have lots of tears. tears. Yeah. Lots of tears. You know. But an important, resilient you know, yeah. learning yeah. moment. For yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. Absolutely. Um, I've got more question for you, actually, because I... What, did you train in... Or what was your uni degree? Your uni degree was in... History with media studies. Yeah, and you, you yeah. taught a little bit of media, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. What was your thoughts on teaching that? Because well, I've always kind of wanted to teach media only because I love films. Yeah. And was that... I mean, I, I've yeah, never taught media. It doesn't seem to be offered as regularly as it was across schools. Because when my we first, still do it here. Yeah. I'm at A-level. My I first school so. I worked at, they, they offered it. And then across the three years I was there... It faded away, and the teacher who was teaching had to teach other things, so they became like a. I think it's quite a big cohort here. I think they get two GCSE classes normally. I didn't even know they were running it. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's to do with take up. Yeah. Yeah. If people want to do it, we have got staff here, a number of members of staff. I know. um, yeah, at least three or four staff that'll teach media. Yeah. 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 I um I didn't do it at GCSE myself because. My dad viewed it as being a soft subject that I shouldn't be taking. Mm. It was only at A level that I picked it up, Mm -hmm. um, and then. Yeah, I really, like I said, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I did two subjects that I really enjoyed. To be honest, I didn't want to do all the reading in history. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wanted to do something a bit more creative. And actually, those skills I still use today. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do lots of joke videos and things like that for Christmas for the school and stuff. Not as much as I used to, but I'll whack those skills out every now and again. Mm. Done a little bit of a dabbling wedding videography for one of our colleagues this summer as well. Yeah. Oh, your creativity is legendary, there's no doubt. Within mm. our department, it is, well, it's miles, millions of times ahead of everyone That's because you can't make worksheets look pretty. Yeah, am I? Yeah. No, that's just true, yeah. <laughs> it's important to engage the students. But... Indeed. No, you're right. And when you taught it, though, what was the... Was it very different? Because, like, you know, we may have taught RE, or oh, I've taught English very briefly like, a couple of years ago. Well, yeah. How different was that, teaching two fairly disparate subjects? Yeah, I think, like, getting my head around it mm. at the time to switch from history to media but I think I was teaching a fair bit of English at that time as well because those skills are crossing yeah, over yeah 
So yeah, it took planning, but also I had that interest. Mm. And it, from going from doing a degree in it, it was quite, because it's GCSE, it's quite simple. And getting the creative and sharing those skills with kids, teaching them how to make things and, and I, in, on computers and using you know, things like IMAX and iMovie and things that they've never touched before. It was really interesting. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I'd happily do it again. Yeah. It just happened that at that time they needed me to pick up more history on my timetable. And then, like you say, English teachers started to come in that had the ability to teach the media. So it just got shifted out a little yeah. bit. It's yeah. a shame. I'd love to teach her again. I really Can't, enjoyed you're it. You're not but... losing any more history from the timetable. <laughs> God, we're clinging on to you there. Um, that's, that's really good. Thank you. And as I have noticed with all our guests, mm. A... I, I learned things about everyone I've had on I didn't really know anyway. But B, yeah. also, teachers aren't just kind of bland. We all went for the exact the same thing. I mean, mm. mine is definitely the most boring background of everyone that we've had on. So I generally I enjoy hearing about this. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's just nice to hear. And also, I think it's important that teachers have a variety of different experiences yeah. in life. You don't want them all to just be nope. school, uni, teachers. It's, yeah. it's nope. really good. No. So thank it's you. It's good all. for some of the listeners who um, have aspirations to be a teacher. To yeah. Cool gone other routes but is that still door yeah. is still open for always. me always yeah. yeah always yeah. absolutely thank you very much for that okay we've got to finish then with uh, now yes H is legendarily famous for her quizzes as we know so you and I have been to a pub quiz before with H on a number of occasions uh, I once had a mini tantrum because H is um, also legendarily um, famous through a serious tantrum <laughs> which involved the quiz sheet being ripped, ripped off yes, screwed just, into a ball can we explain why ball? though because I wasn't like picturing. we weren't fully cheating <laughs> see this is what you get so wrong don't use the word we yeah, I was well out of it that. was not me there was a music round mm. and traditionally in that quiz team that I go to we might shazam might we, we shazam because yeah. the well, rest of again, them are too old to recognise however I will only say you can write that down if they get it right so I'm kind of like checking it and if they go oh that's so and so and I'll be like mm, this no, the and then the excuse. second one, I'll go, yeah, okay, and then they'll write it down. It smells like cheating to me. Indeed. It's yeah. a really hard music round, it, that it quiz. Is. It is. Yeah, well, but that's the, quizzes aren't supposed to be easy. They're, they're no, fun everyone knew to, the answers. Yeah. It wouldn't be much of a quiz, exactly. would it? Mm. So, anyway, based on that, yes, that, there was no acrimony there. I've just never been back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but based on that lovely introduction, what we've done here, but you haven't, he hasn't done this, for even though he had like no. two days notice. Well, I just thought we had too much for the show, but it turns out that we probably didn't. No, you could have done this. I could, I could wing something quick. <laughs> Right, well, what we've done here, um, we have done five questions each, uh, well, two of us have, on general knowledge and history. Um, what so it's ten questions in total? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you done that? Yeah. Yeah, so we, I've got five general knowledge, five history. Yeah. So for um, my round then, uh, obviously I can't get any points, but I'm going to ask you two my ten questions, and I just want you to, um, would you prefer to buzz in, or would you prefer to write your answer down? What do you want to do? I'll let you decide. Well, if you write, that's a bit boring for a sound-based media, yeah, but isn't maybe it? maybe I can, like, you know... I could just, yeah, fine. I, no, I, I can't. I can't just, you know, entertain them with my with my um, witticisms. All right, let's buzz in then. So you get buzz and guess, and if you're wrong, it throws over to the person. Okay. I'll keep track of who's got who in this round. Oh, the pressure! And then we can take them forward and see who we've got on. Okay. You have not got time to rush these questions out, mate. So you just concentrate now. <laughs> right. Here we go. So we'll start with general knowledge, shall we? Good. Oh, these are some absolute belters. Question one: Where was the game Snakes and Ladders invented? Buzz. Go on. I'll go like Arabia. Ooh. Oh, no, it's not. You're not far. You're not far away. So it's a no. Now you've got to try him. Buzz. Yeah. I'm going to say Egypt. 
Uh, no, India though, because obviously, yeah, that that, doesn't, that's, that makes a bit of sense when you consider, the, I suppose, the yeah. snake aspect of it. Yeah. 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 Okay, so I, I'm giving zero points there. Okay. You keep that watch well away from your from yourself. I know what you do with those. I watches. can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, question two. Um, I've got to try and read my writing here. Oh yeah, Rajasthan has a temple dedicated to which animal? Buzz. Yeah. Monkey. Nope. Uh. Buzz. No, uh, good guess. Rats. A rat. Yeah. That's nice. I was going to go for. Isn't it? Hopefully, I've given them a bit of a boost. We get a lot of rats in my garden from my cats catching them. Oh, yeah, but you've got cats that brutalise those rats. Yeah, they do. Question three Who has had the most Academy Award nominations in history? I think. Oh, Buzz. Walt Disney. Oh, it's a good guess. That's second best. That's the second most. By like two, I think. Um, is it the is it who uh, who writes all the music? Yeah. Uh, is it? Uh, oh, uh, she uh, can't buzz, have it. Buzz, no, buzz. no, you can't have it. Um, oh, I know who it is. But can't buzz. Buzz. One of my heroes. You can't have it. Can't have it. You John Williams. It is John Williams. <sighs> she can't have that. No, but she did. He did get it. So I'll give you. What I'll do is if there's. I would have got that, but she was. No, she, she's like getting in my face. Uh, yeah, she's yeah, in yeah. my personal space. That is pretty intimidating. Okay, no, we're going to go with no still there for no one. So it's still yeah. zero. But yeah, John Williams. I should have half a point because I knew it was. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, question four. What colour is lobster's blood? Uh, buzz. Oh, that was close. Right, hang on. Let's start with you. I think it's blue. Oh, it is. Oh, oh get on. Is that, well. is that what you yeah, were saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure you were, yeah. <laughs> All right, and one point there. Okay, and finally, for the general knowledge... This is a good one. I didn't know this. What's the re- you might know this actually. What's the real name of the hashtag? Ah. Oh, no idea. Oh, I do know it. It's got really interesting um, etymology as well. Ah, uh, no, it's gone. I, no. It's an octothorpe. Oh, octothorpe. Not octo, eight, eight. eight. Let's see, and then thought they reckon comes from the um, some sort of English medieval history in a village, uh, and so they they've traced the, that word thought back to that. In terms of how you might lay out a field, oh, you know, right. how a hashtag looks. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's interesting. Not total. I didn't know that, and I'll never forget nah. it now. Wow. Okay. Not what I thought. I thought it was. Shall we do my history questions then, just to see how you guys get on with that? Yes, please. Okay. Right. So. I'm gonna be rubbish at this. You were. I really I hope you are. I absolutely hate history rounds. <laughs> they weren't easy, <laughs> by the way. I thought you. Did, I thought you said these were gonna be sitters. They were easy, weren't they? Well, apart from the octo thought, the rest is fairly. I mean, I knew about I knew about snakes and that. I didn't know about no. too far. I knew about the rats. The and pressure you know, of a history round when you're a history teacher is just not fair. It people is, people expect people us to know everything. To know everything. Like all of the, go- yeah. the thousands. Let's, of let's thousands do it. Let's right. do it. Right here we go. Now this one's sorry. This isn't the best question ever, but um, bulletproof vests, windscreen wipers, laser printers were all invented by what kind of person? Desperate. <laughs> <laughs> mean. Um, what? There is a reason I've asked this. Think about it. There's the stereotypes that you might assume, but it's actually the opposite. It's buzz. Of, uh, summon for peace. No, Safety. I, no, I am going to buzz in and say doctors. Uh, well, that's the kind of thing. It's, they're all invented by women. And the reason that on the website said is obviously all of them are stereotyped more towards men, like interesting yeah. cards, bulletproof vests. Yeah. Laser okay. printers, obviously, when you thought that when they originally came about, they were all invented by women. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Interesting. Yeah. Um, 
There is a city called blank on every continent on planet Earth. So every, there's a city called this on every continent on planet Earth. So in Asia, Europe, Australia, etc., there is this city. It's not the same city, obviously, but it's a city with this name. And they all share every it. Every continent? Yeah. I have had a look, actually. I did Google it, and I have, I have had a look at them all. Buzz. Yeah? I'm going to go for something that maybe countries have copied. Yeah. So I was thinking, like, USA's definitely got a London, hasn't it? But mm. I don't think that. I'm, I think the people... And then I was thinking maybe Roman. Oh! Oh, Greece. Athens? Oh, no. What? Rome. Yes. Yes! Oh, <laughs> you were there. I gave you that one. You were there. It is Rome, actually, yeah. Oh, didn't know that. Uh, this might upset you, actually, H. What did Pope Gregory the Ninth decree an agent of Satan in the year 1233? 1233. He decreed these things as agents of Satan. Women. <laughs> well, that's an interesting guess, but it's not women. Okay, over to me. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to women. I nearly really need to think before I speak. <laughs> yes, you I think do. just generally, maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, these things are agent of agents of Why Satan. Why would it upset me? Because you got some. Oh, buzz. Cats. Yeah, I mean, you didn't buzz when you said women. That, that was just yeah, thinking out loud. So it, so. So, yeah. yeah, you can have that. Cats. Mm-hmm. Agents of Satan. Are, we, are we, we helping her? Are we now? <laughs> no. Uh, two questions to go then. Okay. Um, you might know this actually because it might be taught this recently. Which fruit did the Georgians especially love? Buzz. Pineapples. Well done. Pineapples. Excellent. Very good. They were the most expensive fruit Yeah, the they used to like hire them for parties. Yeah, that's it. Put on the table And so you know those there. in architecture, you see yeah, those kind of pineapple things. They, they built them because they loved them. They thought yeah. they were awesome. So yeah, pineapples. Are Georgians. Good. From trade, it was the first time they'd come across. That's it. It's too old, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Question five. Here we go. Um, what was found inside all British tanks in World War Two? And I'm not talking about like a steering wheel. I mean, like these were only in British tanks, specifically. I've got an idea that I don't want to go through. Really. <laughs> um, Found in British tanks. Yeah, just British tanks. Buzz. Yeah. Photo of the King. Oh, that's a good guess. It's not. Oh, Buzz. Bible. Uh, that's a good guess as well. No, it's tea making facilities. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so you can of make tea inside oh, all of those tanks, uh, which is quite amazing. So that's two all. So that good. round there was a, a nice score draw. Okay, so we're going up against you two now. Come then. on, let's do it. Bring it on. Bring it on. N and M. Do I get my two points from the previous round? No. So as a head start. No, you don't. You don't. Need a head start. Right. So general knowledge, I hope you're up to date with oh. your celebrity gossip. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. oh. It's gonna be a long Yeah, it's like last week, yeah. Selena or Hayley. Mm. Absolutely. Right, question one, you might be alright on this. Tom Hanks, the actor, mm. is a distant relative to which US president? <sighs> Good lord. Distant. Mm. Could you give it to the century without being too much? Yeah. No. Right, we might as well just. It's a famous that. one. Buzz, um, Abraham Lincoln. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> what a guess. Okay, Better so. Better been looking good, I suppose. Yeah, indeed. Right then, I want the actors and actresses' names. You need all three of them correct oh to get the point. Right, okay. For 
Harry, Ron and Hermione. Baz, yeah. Rupert Grin, yeah. Emma Watson, Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, oh you are a sad <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Harry Potter time. All right, here's one you might have a chance on. Which is the youngest Kardashian-Jenner sister? Oh, my God. I only um, know one. Buzz. Kylie? Yes, it <laughs> is. Go on. Go on. All right. Um, what gave Alison Hammond her big break? Um, she's the TV host, isn't she? Who's, mm-hmm. uh, okay, what was her first show? Oh, my word. Was it clear in the title? Might be. Buzz. Big Breakfast. <laughs> no! Big Break, the snooker thing. No. Oh, no. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> Come on. What? Big Brother. Oh, oh, she yeah. was in Big Brother. Big Brother was on 20 years. I thought that. That's what You're not going to know this one then either. Oh, great. Which loose woman has a son called Rex? Oh, my word. I, I can name a few loose women. Can I have more than one guess? No, you can have one guess, and I can't think of any. Oh, okay. uh, Buzz. Go on then. Is Lorraine Kelly still on? <laughs> I don't know, but it's not the right answer. I'm going to... Uh, well, I, I... You have one guess. What? I was going to give you a clue, then. No. No, no he, go for it. No, 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 no. Uh, Rex's dad is in EastEnders. Buzz. Carol McGiffin. No, Stacey Solomon. Oh, I didn't even know she was a loose woman. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, history round. Here we go. I should win this because he's a history teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah. Haven't you got a degree in history? Mm. Thank you. Which president, which number was JFK? Was Kennedy? Oh, God. Uh, I'm going backwards. Uh, um, Cunha has the best. It's going to be like, it's going to be 35th. Oh, oh, God. God. I was, was going to go 37, so I was never in my head. Okay, who founded the Ottoman Empire? Was it Orhan, Osman the first, Murad the first, or Mehmed the second? Buzz, Mehmed the second. No. <laughs> Can I have the third? The third one was the first, so I'm guessing it's a trick where that's not going to be the right answer. What were the top two? So there was Orhan, Osman the first, or Murad the first. I'm going to go Buzz, the one that's not the first, whatever his name was. Oh, no, yeah. it was Osman the first. Oh, oh dear, boy. Sorry. I did try to find particularly hard ones, because I thought you were going to stitch me up on your history questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what year did Napoleon first become Emperor of France? Oh, uh, uh, seven years. Oh, Buzz. Um, Eighteen... Oh, nine? Mm-mm. I was going to go buzz 1804. Dueling pistols, <laughs> the equestrian long jump. <laughs> Sorry. Why is that funny? Just got 
image of a horse just like jumping <laughs> along. <laughs> oh, sorry, without a rider, just like off you go. <laughs> um, so that was dueling pistols, equestrian long jump, mm. painting, mm. or chess. Mm. Chess. It is indeed chess. Oh, get on. Painting. When were you yeah. well, Painting was a sport and architecture between 1912 and 48 as part of the cultural. It takes uh, forever. You can't do that in an afternoon. Uh, I think it was a time thing. Yeah. That's got to be a draw, surely. Um, oh, you wish, mate. I can see the school. Um, <laughs> chess had an application to be in it in 2020, but mm. it didn't get through. And there was an exhibition map in the 2000 Sydney Olympics but not an official official sport even though the Olympic Committee sees them as a sport right so the final scores M the Scouse one has three all of which he knew and M the posh one has four (laughs) all of which he guessed I wouldn't have thought so mate (laughs) that was good that thank you very much for that well done done. we'll have to cross swords again sometime soon Normally get to partake in your quizzes, do you? Normally, no, no, usually one there. of us doing it. Yeah, so there we go. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and obviously, the first blood to you, Em. Yeah, we found out that you know the true, the true winner. Yeah, indeed. Big brains, right? Well, we've actually and we've hit forty minutes again, which uh, we've heard from feedback from our <laughs> members of staff. Long. They're bored of it after forty minutes, <laughs> so we best wrap up. I think. I'd say so. Um, however, we are off air for a couple of weeks because we now enter the Easter break. Yeah. I'm off to Sweden in my um, Easter break, so I've got some hopefully some nice stories for when I return. For I'm you. skiing for the first time. Oh, oh my amazing. word! So that's Enjoy brilliant. So we'll about mm. that, yeah. You better go careful. Don't break it, anyway. Yeah. Only your heart. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing a great deal, which I'm looking forward to actually, because I give away so many of my half turns on trips. Yeah. That I'm actually at home. That make sure you have a well deserved yeah. rest age. Okay, well, thank you for coming on. Yes, thank you very much. It was uh, an absolute pleasure. I've genuinely really enjoyed all of these guest appearances. I mean, love it. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Um, so thank you very much all the questions for this week <clears throat> Ali if you want to get back in touch remember to narrow down your um, criteria mm. which obviously historians we love that please do and anyone else with some questions um, two teachers talking six at gmail.com hopefully we'll have a decent bank of questions when we return from our holiday Indeed. to delve into Indeed. Um, so thank you very much once again it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from me and goodbye from me bye bye, bye. bye.